um, God has placed a very high premium over the human beings. Small wonder, he sent his son to come, his only son, begotten son, who was without sin, he has sent him to come and die for a very lost world, a very, very lost world, dark world. And um, he actually decided to sacrifice his son to come and die for humanity. That tells you how much God loves people. My name is Purity and you're welcome to Seedam Church Online. In today's conversation, we'll just be looking at how the precious love, the reckless love of God is spread out to the lost world, is spread out to humanity, and it is seen all over scripture. The story of creation, the story of redemption is all about the love of God. It is just one word. I mean, um, we can only describe the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation with three words, the love of God. He loves people more than anything. You know, that small letter word, L-O-V-E, has been exaggerated, has been overused. And, but the most critical love, the most priceless love, is the love of God. By just the way he loves humanity, uh, uh, sacrificing his everything, his special son, to come and die for the sin of the world. And as a result, as long as you have been enlisted as a child of God, God requires that you assume the same attitude, the same attitude because his story of creation is about redemption. There is nothing else that he redeems his people back to himself to do. He enlists us to the, uh, to the story and the journey of reconciliation, to join in the bandwagon of reconciling men back to God. Now, there is one of the disorders that the psychologists call narcissism. A narcissistic person has an inflated uh, self-importance and they are all about themselves. They are all about what matters about them and it is very easy that even as a Christian you can become a Christian narcissist whereby you are the only person that is critical to salvation and you forget the agenda of God. You know, in the book of Matthew, uh, Matthew uh, chapter, chapter 8, uh, verse, verse 22 to 26, of course, there, there are quite some uh, activities happening in the early verses of the, of the chapter there with the Pharisees. But in uh, Matthew, uh, in verse 22, we see Jesus coming to, they say, the Bible says they came to Bethsaida and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people, they look like trees walking around. Once more Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes, then his people were, his eyes, sorry, were opened his sight was restored, and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home, verse 26, saying, Don't even go into the village. Now we see an incident where Jesus is healing this blind man in Bethsaida. And one of the things we see is that Jesus was about the business of doing good. The Bible says, wherever 
he went he did good it is very possible just to use this story figuratively for you as a believer to see the people of god as trees even if you're born again you know you have been invited to a kingdom of reconciliation and love for you to be able to start seeing humanity and people the way God sees them. As his beloved, has a people that were worth dying for, even if it was just one of them. We see this man that has been healed by Jesus, and when Jesus asks, asks him what he was, how he was seeing, his expression was, I see people like trees. He was not... He was not seeing them with clarity. We see a man that was struggling with sight. Of course, he was, was totally blind initially. But now, at the first touch that Jesus gives him is still not fully, a full recovery of his sight, physical sight. But we can use this story figuratively to express our sight, our spiritual sight. Do we see the people of God the way the Father sees them? Do we see people as trees? Is it possible that you're watching this video, you are a believer, and you see people like trees? Are you a Christian who is a narcissist? Remember that you and I are work in progress. We are because God has worked on us. It's been a journey of faith. It's been a journey of restoration, a journey of justification, a journey of transformation every day by the renewal of your mind you have been a work in progress you might be even at 20 percent but you have for already forgotten that christ is already at work in you and you need to reach out with love the love of the father that sees men as they are a people lost who needs redemption and therefore reaches out to them by giving out his son to die for a people that did not deserve my invitation to you in this conversation is even during this period of, of the lockdown and even the days to come, my prayer for you and myself is that God will give us a second touch for us to be able to see the people of God the way the Father sees them. For us to see, to be able to see the agenda of God the way God designed it, that we have been enlisted to love on the people of God and to spread the love of Jesus to the lost world. Have you been seeing your spouse or your children or your relatives as trees and you are a believer? You need a second touch. You need Jesus to touch you once again because that is his desire that you will see his people the way he sees them. Unless you have the second touch, you will not be able to reach out to evangelize, to spread love where people are lacking. You're not able to share what you have because you, it is a, the self-importance of a Christian. When it checks in, then you lose yourself and you're not able to fulfill the purpose that God created us to do, to worship him. And worship includes loving on his people. I believe this message was for somebody that is watching this video. And we, you are not condemned. God reaches out to us not in condemnation, but in reminding us, chastening us. Because the Bible says that a father chastens that child that whom they love. Therefore, if you're listening to this message and you have been seeing other people, even if they are not born again as trees, you need a second touch. 
but the, the Father loves you. He loves you and he would want to use you for greater purposes to the glory and to the honor of his name. Thank you for watching Seatum Church Online. I know that message was for somebody. My prayer is that as you receive it, you will apply it. It shall be a flesh in your life and you will be able to apply the truths that the word of God keeps reminding us even as we continue on this journey and in these conversations. You can continue with these conversations at the inbox section. Uh, tell us what God is doing in your life. Tell us what you think about this message and what you need to apply. Let us know and we are praying for you every time, even as we prepare for these messages. Thank you for watching Seatum Church Online. My name is Spirit Murungi. God bless you.